working. Tired of real life. And now I'm facing a real life person. Good. <laughs> well, look at him. I've never. He's starting to wear a suit. Doing work. I mean, like, it's, like, it's so exhausting to watch people work, let alone work. I don't know. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. And the way he slammed it was yeah, reaffirming. It. I'm not wearing a suit. Well, it's suitish. I'm wearing a fucking hoodie. A hoodie is now the suit of of today of yeah. you of me, <laughs> right? Uh, workout fit. Anything that has long sleeves. Just grab me a water, Donnie. It's probably. horrible. Yeah, we'll just keep it going. Fuck it. Is it on? We don't need a we don't need a producer for this part. No, well, he's just going to my garage. Yeah, he's stealing your shit. It's not like he's going to. You know, if you didn't have such a luxurious setting here, we'd have to send him to Seven Eleven. But we have water available. Do we? We have coffee. I have bags of ham for you after the show. Yes. I told my wife I want each of them to get a bag of ham. <laughs> bags of ham. Well, she bought a, like, nine-pound ham. <laughs> and the first thing I thought it was Mike. <laughs> Mike and Don, you're going to eat this. Because there's no way I can eat nine pounds of ham. I think if you put your mind to it, thank you. <clears throat> I tried. You tried. I already had last night's pound Hence. and this morning's pound. There's seven pounds left. So is it the leftover of what you tried? No. In a bag? No, it's freshly cooked last night. A freshly grown ham? Well, she said, too, she doesn't want to give it to you in a bag, and I thought, <laughs> what's the, it's a Ziploc bag. Uh, Fill okay. it with ham. It'd be funny if it was like a garbage bag of ham. <laughs> I'd eat it that way, too. I need, look, I ate some stuff this morning. I fell on the ground. Was, oh, no, I didn't. I used a dish rag that you're supposed to only use on dishes for the ground. Oh, how is that anywhere close to eating something off because the Because then she'll wipe the dish with it, and then I'll eat off the dish. Oh, well, that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't care. Oh, okay. Like, I, as long as she doesn't see it, she has no yeah, idea yeah. what a filthy rag that so is. So, like, as she was washing the dish, you were like, she'll never know. I use that on the floor. You can't see the germs. And I have a feeling you used your foot too, right? You ever done that? I oh yeah. You don't yeah. bend down. You just use your foot to fucking wipe it up. You know me, in some ways. I knew it was you. But here's the thing: yeah. not in a short wipe, and a long wipe. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> On longer wipes, I'm all feet. Okay. Right? Yeah, if it's, yeah, if it's yeah. a big mess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's a short, quick thing, you bend over. Yeah. I can do it. Squat down, yeah. Yeah. I'm short to the ground, so I'm not, I'm not, uh, if I was tall, I guess it would present an issue. I wanted to invent these things called mop shoes, which they got to found out quickly that I was not the first mm -hmm. to conception here. Uh, yeah, you just put shoes on and little, little, little sponges on the bottom of it, and you just, Run around your house. Just, I mean, this is what I'm saying about you. You're turning. Genius. No, you're turning. It's a great idea, isn't it? Now you're making walking work. No, you, it's with the, it's the less work. You had the computer out. You were in a suit. Now you're making it's people who just want to walk work. <laughs> Can't we just walk? No, it's. Why not, do we have to clean I'm and not walk? Saying like everybody them. needs to wear them, and then we have a cleaner. It would turn it. into that. Yeah, maybe. You would force everyone. Why? Oh, you're all walking. Some Nike. Guess sponges. what I got for you? <laughs> a job. <laughs> yeah, dude, it'd be, and clean up the sidewalks. It doesn't seem like, uh, well, I do work as I'm living, too. What do you mean? Work and live at the same time. I'm a combiner, like you probably enjoy. What does that mean? I'm sorry. As I'm walking, yeah. I'll take something, and I'll bring it to the room that I'm going in if it belongs in that room. Man. Right? So my wife is taking all the Christmas decorations <laughs> down, and I saw these giant nutcrackers. Which scared me. Yeah. <laughs> They're scary. How many nutcrackers? Is she like a nutcracker collector? <clears throat> she has, I'm going to say close to 100. <sighs> That's sketchy. Yeah. And then she doesn't stop buying them. So she's a collector. Yeah. Is that a collector? Yeah. Or is that strange white woman <laughs> privilege? <laughs> yeah, it's strange like, white woman privilege. Is that a yeah. Bo Burnham thing? Nutcracker. The nutcracker lady? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. White woman's Instagram. I feel there's a song there. It's a white woman's Instagram. Yeah. 
This is probably a trait of the white people <laughs> putting up wooden statues yeah. of scary images. I don't know what a nutcracker really is, but they, I know they're they're German, right? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. One hundred percent. Donnie with his phone. I gotta know. Yeah, Donnie. Because we went out. to the Chris Kindlemarkt. What the fuck is that? And that was in uh, Chris King. King Chris Kindlemarkt. Chris Kindle. Chris Kindlemarkt. Marked. Well, it's M A R K T. There's so many Marked. conflicting words in there. I don't know. It's Chris Kindle. Chris Kindlemarkt. That's the Santa Claus, right? It's the Christmas market, and we went there, in and and Stuttgart. So I love where you saying got these words. Bag of ham from? <laughs> no, the ham's American ham. Oh, okay, cool. It's a fresh pig, All right. which I saw on the road yesterday too. So what happened to this Chris Kindlemarkt? I've, I've met some nutcracker makers, some guys that make prune boys and nutcracker makers. It's a prune boy. It's a guy shaped out of prunes. They stick toothpicks in them. Now, for some reason, they don't it's, deteriorate because this has been four years. I still got the prune guy. He's in my attic. It's a. It's a prune person. Statue of prunes? Well, I don't like the idea of statues anymore. Because then it's, oh, we need to tear down oh, the, the prune guy. Because of his history Jesus with Christ. different races of, you know, oh. a raisin. Yeah, critical prune theory. Right. It's called. Yeah. No, the, it's more of a collectible. Something they probably did so when they, they were make it out of prunes. Maybe it's a tribute to constipation. Because if you eat it, you shit everywhere. Especially the old prunes. Yeah, yeah. The older the prunes, probably like age like wine. Yeah. yeah. No. Right? Vintage prunes. <laughs> oh, for, for poop that's been in you for 10 years. It's like, remember John Wayne died of the giant colon? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they said. Well, he died. No one believes that. He filmed that movie. Rust? No. He filmed. Did he get shot too? No, Genghis Khan. Oh. Remember where he played Genghis Khan? And they were like, yeah, that's, that's Genghis Khan. I, I am Genghis Khan. <laughs> Do you remember we, that? Well, I never watched those movies. I wasn't a big John Wayne fan. Good and I you. wasn't a big fan of watching people do... Uh, that's that, like, 50s, 60s era where Black they started coloring stuff. the movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, where it's weird. It's a weird time. Very weird. Yeah. Like, I can 100% black and white. I'm all into it. So... It's the colorization of the movies, and that was one of them, I think. John Wayne played a Mongolian. Because he looks Mongolian. Which is Chinese. Yeah. Well, Mongolian. The China. The China. It's in Asia. Let's not do geography yet. I'm not, not ready to, uh, I'm not ready to tackle this yet. We, we're, on, we're on prunes. So he played... I know. <laughs> And luckily, all of a sudden, we we're talking about we we're talking about colon cancer. We got the fuck out of there. That's yeah, right. but I thought it was a good topic. No, John Wayne got cancer because he filmed a uh, he filmed the movie Genghis Khan in this like crater. Because I'm talking about some hot oh, shit. It lights are on me. So he filmed it in this crater where they had detonated like nuclear. Oh, it's so a one exposure. Big whoop. I mean, he was there for months filming this movie, so. Like well, I just, the whole cast died. I don't know if you've ever watched Pandora's Promise, but it really Did you is. watch it? <laughs> Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it's it. It's fucking good, right? Yes, but your version, how you told me. Okay. You skewed it a little bit. Of course I was I did. waiting for some of the things you said, and what? it was so disappointing when those Whoa, things did not appear. Some of the things that I said. You were like something about the uh, Fukushima reactor melting mm -hmm. into the ground, and they never mentioned that. They never said that. Well, no, that's... You added that. They they went to Fukushima. I know. The one guy yeah, went. Yeah. Not they. It was one guy. I don't even know how he got in. One guy. It was a whole film crew. They only showed the one guy with this with the thing in front of his hand like he was holding a corona in every shot. But there's also the cameraman, the producer. Cameraman. One cameraman. Donnie yeah. and me could do the same <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. thing. It's a go to Fukushima. Yeah. I don't know how we get permission. It's not that hard. You just go that, to what I really want to do is go to Chernobyl. Those yeah. people are cool. They went to Chernobyl too. The bishop, yeah. wherever they talk to. Yeah. That guy, I like him. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, fuck, we've been living here 25 years. We don't give a shit about radiation. There is no radiation. There's not, like, really that There must be. Radiation. No, they the tested whole town, it. Well, the whole town was was uh, abandoned in the 80s. Right. So but they came back like the shit. next, like, week. They went through the woods and they came back. They no, said, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying it. I'm describing this documentary it's, better than you described it to me. You never very, mentioned the I Pope. Saw it five years ago, so to be fair. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. When it was free. 
Yeah, did you pay for it? I had to pay for it. No, you didn't. Yes, Shut I did. I paid four fucking dollars. <laughs> Shut the fuck I up. I did. No, you did not. It's on Netflix. It's on Prime only. Oh. Four dollars. Damn. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I don't mind paying. Was it worth it? Yeah. The reason I paid it, it is here, here's how I feel like. I've got some stupid shit out there that people are paying for. Yeah, yeah. So if they're buying my stupid shit and I buy your stupid shit. It's fair. Right. Fair trade. Right. We just beat everybody else. We beat the middleman. So, yeah, you found out how much the, the gas industry's been fucking us over, keeping us You away. know, they really didn't. They, they should have gotten into so much. I could have added so much to that. You know, they're not even talking about the oil companies holding nuclear back. They never even mentioned it. Yeah, they did. They never mentioned shit about it. That's one thing that they should be talking about. And well, then the false, you know, the whole uh, perpetration that they did this country in the 1800s. I know my shit. August Mouché, I don't know if you know who he is. But he talked about the the uh, the problems with coal in the 1860s that we we're going to run out of coal, similar to what they say today about running out of oil. Mm -hmm. And we never ran out of coal. They did it as a way to push people into alternative energy. Then they created all this new solar, not solar. They created electric cars back in the day, back in the mm -hmm. 1890s. Yeah. And as soon as they got that started, as yeah. soon as the big companies saw progress mm -hmm. with steam-powered vehicles. Electric vehicles, you know what they did? They go, oh, we got a shitload of coal, and they dropped the price, mm -hmm. and they ran all those people who spent, you know, spend your life on building an electric car to find out you're going to be pushed out mm -hmm. by the big companies. Yeah. It's... Just like that windshield wiper motherfucker who, yeah, who yeah. took that guy's idea from, that guy from Ford took this guy's idea, yeah, and he they had a to... mental breakdown. He they... lost his family. They tried to assassinate him, right? I, there's all kinds of shit. Look, yeah, I think yeah. you're adding that. You're good at embellishing these documentaries. No, the, uh, the they should bring you on as a creative consultant. Just as a liar. Basically. Yeah, just go, hey, yeah. this is so boring. <laughs> we need to add more shit. Say <laughs> no. that the Fukushima reactor completely <laughs> melted into the core of the earth. Yeah, no, it was going to. It was heading. It was they burning. They never said the it. They yeah. never said those well, words. Well, it's because they're trying to downplay the incident. But it was. I kept trying to watch bad. it like you would watch it. Like I had popcorn. I tried the vape, Did and I was wearing a hoodie. Do you have weed? I'm trying to get. The <laughs> Did I didn't have any weed. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I had weed here for yeah. a while, then it left and went back to Gainesville. You re oh, you're your son. <laughs> <laughs> and it was out in the garage. And I thought I'm gonna get it one day. I'm gonna sneak out there and take a puff. Oh man, it's funny when I heard your son arguing with your uh, with your wife. It was I heard like weed pop up a lot. So well, I'm just some pothead, mom. <laughs> just some. And you know stoner. what? Yeah, he's reflecting on himself. He he's <laughs> he was trying to. Right. He knew. Yeah. He knew. He's going to get to that point. It's going to take about four years. Where he smoking. has a panic attack in oh, a car yeah. <laughs> on a freeway, and he throws the weed out the window. Yeah. <laughs> then he gets to his hotel room, and the guy he's rooming with, he begs him for a hit of his weed. <laughs> so he can get through his wine sale seminar. Yeah, exactly. That's very specific. Well, yeah. how could it be? It happened to you. <laughs> Where you're crying and pushing the weed through a small gap in your window because it's too cold to roll your window all the way down as you're trying to shove it out, going, I don't want to smoke this no more. It makes me weird. <laughs> makes me feel things. Right? And then you get to the yeah. fucking hotel and you're like, I need to get high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been through that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I tried to flush it. I tried to push it. I tried to kill it. Weed always comes back. You know that. Yeah, it's here right now. It's 87 <laughs> since the last time it crept into my life, and here it is again, it's, popping up in the garage. It's in your house again, yeah. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. My wife doesn't want to try anything. No drugs? No. Really? She's, she's well, you know, it's old school. Does she ever smoke pot? No. She's never tried Oh, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Probably, I mean, I have an idea. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because I'm sure she told me, but I forgot already Ooh. if she tried it. Ooh. I'm pretty sure she hasn't done any blow. Okay. Or intravenous needles. I'm pretty sure that's, well, that's out. Good. That's all out. <laughs> yeah. I kind of bring that up almost that. every show now, intravenous needles, because I'm so fascinated by the people who shoot it in their toes. Yeah, because they ran out of room in their arm. Or they want to hide the needle mark, right? Yeah. I did a corporate gig on Friday and brought that up in a horseshoe-type situation at a higher regency for a very high-end construction company, I was putting my foot on their desk and pretending to shove a needle in my toes. That was the, the comedy set that I was doing for these people. And they're just they shaking like their it. head like, what the fuck is this? Jesus. Yeah, that's, don't hire me. That's all I got to say is <laughs> stop hiring me. I don't know why they keep hiring me. They know I'm going to I'm gonna blow as soon as I get out there. Uh, I don't know. I did an hour that's and 20 minutes, fun. man.
Really? Yeah. It was great. I I finally got them to come around because I shamed all of them for a good 20 minutes with their phones and their polo shirts and their clipboards and their real life work shit, getting stuff done. This is so opposite of, you know, how everyone kind of views the construction comic character. Mm -hmm. He's the guy that gets shit done. He doesn't get nothing done. I never got that from... No. Yeah. No. Well, some people think... They actually asked me to do work. I go, haven't you seen my show? Why would you want to hire this guy? Why would you want to hire me? And I barely I you just to entertain people. I That's don't... it. Yeah, yeah. Just the entertainment what? portion. Don't teach me anything. No. No, no. No, no. Well, look. You think I can't teach? See, this is the problem. You get challenged <laughs> and you're like, I think I fucking teach. Don't put me, don't set me up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't tell me I can't make a fucking pot out of clay. I will clay you. I will. I will. That's your next comedy show. Whatever it is, it's just you sitting in front of an audience, clay man, and making a clay pot with. I'll that. show you. Really intimate too. Like you play like that music from Ghost. You know, I don't think it's that hard. Now that you've described it, you just use the the music. <laughs> yeah, the music is what makes it. I had a great idea today for a new comedy stand-up kind of thing called comedy trivia mm-hmm. where a guy does a stand-up act and then the crowd does trivia about the act afterwards you like that yeah like keep going that's it that's it well i don't want to give it all away <laughs> i think you gave it all away. <laughs> i think that's as far as you thought i went to a trivia night and i thought okay it's trivia about the 80s what if we did trivia about something we just saw and uh, what if it was about a stand-up so now you get a stand-up show it's like memory Right, it's memory. Remember the game memory? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. I mean, that's what trivia kind of is, right? No. All memory. No, trivia is like... This is long-term memory versus short-term memory? short-term memory. Short-term memory trivia. Yeah. With comedy. Call it comedy dementia. I'm ready to open my own room. I'm ready to start again. Let's do it. Let's blow it up. Comedy Alzheimer's. (laughs) The comedy Alzheimer's show. We'll see if people can remember (sighs) shit. Are you getting the urge to do comedy again? Yeah. You are? I'm hosting next week, actually. Three days. By force? Gang. No, I chose. Were you chosen? I was chosen. Then you say, okay. So someone offered you the job. You didn't seek it out. No. That's not good enough. I want you to seek. Oh, so, okay. Are you seeking that comedy? That was the wrong answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if you have the urge, like, are you dying <laughs> to get back out there? Yeah, I am, actually. I'm kind of over this shit. Yeah. Life? Yeah. Like a normal life? Yeah, so you yeah. tried to go back, didn't you? You've been you've been in normal life for a while. Yeah, I've been domesticating myself again. Right. Yeah. Like you're almost kind of caged and and shackled. Yeah. And someone took a bat to one of your legs, so you're a little hobbled. You yeah. Can barely, you're like you have a track out there, and you used to do the 440 in like I don't know under what's a good time. But anyway, <laughs> you, you used to have a great time, and and now you're walking that track. Yeah, I wouldn't even say I'm on the track. I'm like. Oh, yes, maintenance. Yeah. So you can't even get into the stadium yet. No, I'm just the maintenance guy. So I had another show on Saturday night, too, mm-hmm. just by chance. Yeah. Right? Someone got COVID. They called me up. I was laying on the couch, 2.30. And the guy's like, do you want the gig or not? Because I'm like, ah, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is it? Yeah, where? Right? And I never heard of the place. Yeah. All right, it was in Fort Myers. Yeah. It's called the Buddha Rock Club, right? So I'm Ooh. like, Buddha Rock Club. Buddha. So I look at the pictures, and it looked like, oh, so it looks like there's going to be a lot of people there because the picture had a lot of people in it. Wrong. <laughs> That's... My whole thing is I just want to perform for people. I, just, I can't believe it's come down to this. You know what? You're right. You should have expected a lot of people there when you got a call <laughs> fucking six hours before the show. Yeah, but that's how I want to get booked. By the way, plus by the way, that's his crowd now. Imagine if he sells the whole place oh, out, yeah. and then he has to he leave. don't show up. He's some prop comic, and you you come up as like just the angry Italian guy. Yeah, they're gonna be confused. There's so many thoughts in my head about that. It's like you know that's how everyone becomes successful, right? The guy behind Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, right? He's on sitting on the bench, and then he gets the opportunity to throw one pass. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, he's the starter for the next 25 years. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Except but that didn't really happen. With it didn't Aaron happen. Rodgers? Well, whatever. I'm just saying. There's possibilities like Aaron that. Rodgers right? Antonio the- Brown quits, and you got your spot open out because there's a gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And COVID is making it so possible for second, third, and fourth string to shine. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's in COVID protocol so and sicker dying. than fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And that's all I want is those gigs. 
Just yeah, the yeah. COVID comic. Yeah. Just call me when your comic is sick. It's like Bill Burr dies. We never wanted the and you get to go and take his spot. Am I second in line? Yeah, I think so. I think they need angry comics. I need somebody that's gonna yell. That's what I need. Is a gig like that? Mm -hmm. A big gig. Yeah, yeah. No, and so I got the gig, and I realized that you're right. There's nobody there. No, what you said. <laughs> what? I thought about that first. That this guy, they expect him. Yeah. <laughs> They've been advertising this guy. Yeah. And I had no idea who he was, which kind of helped me think. Well, he's, he's. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. So maybe he's not really popular. And it's Fort Myers. And they have my number. Yeah. It's not a big club. It's not like <laughs> not a giant <laughs> venue. <laughs> you were second in line. I should that should tell you something. Oh. In fact, he got a call while he was talking to me. <laughs> and I know it was another comic. Yeah. That's when he felt confident to say, Do you want this fucking gig or not? Because he had not. another official on the line. Because Dean Napolitano. Right. He's like, give me a yes or a no, yeah. or I'm gonna hand it over yeah, yeah. to somebody else. And that put a little fear into my heart. I go, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the FOMO kicked And then down. I was like sadder than fuck when I took it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I got to get up in three hours. In three hours, yeah. Right? Isn't that weird, though? Where it's like the show's in six hours, but for some reason it feels like an hour away, you know? Like you can't relax. You can't. No, there's no yeah. way. I don't even like the book ahead anymore. Yeah, exactly. If I have a gig in September in Indiana... It just weighs on my brain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then what I do is, because I got to go to Indiana, I fill all the gaps between March and September that I don't have mm -hmm. gigs. Because I'm like, well, I got to work anyway, so I might as well work the whole fucking year. Yeah, exactly. Or if I don't have that gig in September. That's sick. Then I can just lay down and drink coffee. Cancel it. Right? Yep. But, you know... It, I don't know if I can ever cancel, never stop. I don't. I think I know I'm doing the wrong thing with that mentality. It's funny. It's it's slacker mentality. Yeah. It's mentality from you know when I was younger. I also think that it helps me to survive the world. Being a slacker. Pretend slacker. Oh, okay. Because I don't slack. Yeah. Like I was working all the way up until you guys showed up. What you? What were you doing? I had this whole desk full of shit. I had two computers out. I'm writing a course for construction school while I'm looking at jokes because I got a show on Wednesday. I have audio that I have to voice over. Yeah. I have household crap that's weighing on me. Two refrigerators that are broken. My car blew up on me on Friday. AAA took four hours to fucking come and get me because of COVID. I don't have my car back. So it's all this chaos, but I'm still, still holding it together. I'm still not eating after 8 o'clock, which yeah. I would usually that. Yeah. Which just make me want to suck shit down. I just want to eat. You're kind of losing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually keeping it together pretty good. <laughs> I am. Because I'm ready to sell everything. I was ready to. I just want to sell and burn. I just want to burn it all down. If it wasn't for Kelly, man, shit would just go south so fucking fast. Yeah, I, she's I your swear anchor. To I just got to go in there and go, you know, I was thinking maybe we should get rid of the house. Don't you fucking start with times? that, do right? Do you just do that just to fucking start a fight for no, no reason? No, because I'm hoping that she goes, oh, yeah, I'm tired too. Oh, yeah. But she's like in the middle. We're in the middle of a lot of things right now. Yeah. And you can't. You can't. Like I always, I am adopting new behavior every day. I have an idea for you. So <laughs> you have a printer? Yeah. Okay, so go and find like a commune somewhere mm -hmm. and then just print out their pamphlet and show it to her. And then just be like, look, I know, I know you're stressed out. Let's sell the house and give it all to these people. And they said we can live with them. I did that with Sister Wife, the yeah. TV show. I go, why don't we take out another wife? <laughs> okay. No, I'm serious because Let's not for sexual start reasons. With the <laughs> <laughs> for extra work around that? No, because there's, then you would have someone to bitch to about me. Oh. Then you both could have, like, I like that. But then you're outnumbered. What are you talking about? No, no, it's good for me. Why? Because then they me? have their own little sit down and they leave me. Like, if I come in and I start, because I can't really. <sighs> I tried the other day to act normal with her. What's that mean? Well, because I realized I was being too jokey. I'm like, oh, oh man. Oh, God, it's happening to you now. No, it's... Is it happening to you? What do you mean? Are you doing what I'm doing? Where you're just like, I can't be a comic anymore. I have to be a real life person. 
that's been going on for a long <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> and I've never been able to shed it. So here's the good news. Okay, you got, I got 30 years on you. You'll yeah. never be able to shed it. Here's the insight on this. Yeah. So if you know mm-hmm. that in 30 years, you're still going to be acting the way you are right now, mm-hmm. lean into comedy. Don't lean away right, from it. Right, 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 right. Go for it. Yeah. As much as you can and don't ever deny it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a big pimple on your ass, and no matter how many times you squeeze that motherfucker, there's pus in it always. <laughs> what is okay? it? What kind of fucking analogy is that? It's a good one. <laughs> comedy I, pimples. First of all, I hate, always got I hate pimples, and I've watched a lot of pimple popper shit. Yeah. And until you get in there and pull the whole sack out, <sighs> like Dr. Pimple Popper does, yeah, yeah. no one realizes that. Yeah. That that sack fills up over and over and over again with pus. Sorry, keep going. What, what else you got? I'm saying that if you want to excavate comedy, you would have to take something out of your brain completely. Yeah, You'd yeah. have to have an accident. Like a brain injury. It might not help. It might make it better, though. I've heard people <clears> get more <throat> impulsive and more crazy when they have a that brain injury. That or, I'm seriously, you know, I understand. Just grab that bat real quick. I understand drugs. Yeah. Why comics want to, you know, be high all the time. Yeah. Get out of reality. You know, the whole thing about, like, what we do. Like, we're hardworking podcasters. Yeah, we are. Right? Mm-hmm. We're uploading our own shit. We're setting up our own mics. We got fucking cameras. You got to drive over. There's no one coddling us. We don't have any managers or agents. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Everything you said, it should be us. You walk in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, more, I'm, I'm doing just as, as much on this shit. You're like, we, 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 we drive we're over here. We're busting our asses. <laughs> We set up the microphone. Right. It takes a toll on me to know you guys are on the road. I worry about you. What if you get in and out? Well, you don't know about that part. Then I don't bring it up. I'm concerned. I don't see a car out front. I'm calling the hospitals. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that's what's Right? Happening. I mean, I, I, there's situations. I go, is Donnie alone tonight again in his trailer? I have. I know about his life. Yeah. You know, I know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. <laughs> By you know secondhand conversations I heard on the phone, but I I, I know there's shit and I worry because I am a natural healer and, and a person that wants to take care of things and no one's taking care of us. Yeah, where's our agent? You don't want one. We've <laughs> established. I don't want one. But if they force themselves on me, okay, okay, yeah, I'm kind of like asking for it a little bit. Yeah, you know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> You would freak out so hard if we got like even the smallest of sponsors. You'd be like, "Oh no, oh my god, we could we could be sponsoring ice." No sponsors, be I don't want out. because sponsors they're gonna. I want someone to deal with See the sponsors. I want what? someone to call me when I'm on the couch and beg me to get off the couch, not go. Do you want the gig or not? <laughs> yeah. I want my manager to go. Come on, Carm, please. Can you do it? Come on. I just want to get back to my bed in twelfth grade. <laughs> At 12.30, my mother comes in the door and goes, don't you want to get up yet? No, Ma, not now. I just got home. Okay. I'm going out at 6. I'm sure you can find somebody weird enough on the internet to facilitate that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a bad business. uh, Put out some ads on Craigslist. A Nana. Uh, A Nana agent. Like a a lady, an old. We've talked about this, right? Having an old lady in our life. Haven't we? No. An abuelo. This is a new one. Abuelo. Right. <laughs> you could just smell the food it's while you're laying down. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of movies. I see a lot of opportunity through other people's creative eyes. I go, that could be me. Yeah. Country club. Pool. Lounge chair. Big umbrella. Yeah. Don't want to sweat a lot. So shade me. You know, I got a lot of rules. But I think the comedy renaissance for you, you haven't talked about it, so I'm not sure what's going on. About what? Your comedy stand-up career. Yeah. You know, whether or not this is for you, the road, I guess. Now, you know, Bob Saget died two days ago, right? You heard this? No. You didn't hear this? No. Bob Saget died? Yeah. Yeah. Timmy was his last opener. He was just with him Saturday night. So I got a call. No. no. How do you die? Uh, they don't know. 65. That's too young. In a room, a hotel room, though. See, this oh. is my biggest fear. I told Kelly, let's go. I don't know if I want to die in the road. 
Yeah, that's uh, what's no matter how much money you got. But I guess after you hit a certain age and your kids are all grown, like you know, you go on the road again, do stand up, but you're in you're in a hotel room by yourself. Just dead, dead, pass away. George Carlin, did he die in a room? Yeah, by himself. Mm -hmm. That to me is like probably the last way I want to go. Yeah, that sounds awful. Right, just watching some bullshit skin flicks. Yeah, you did a great show. No one to celebrate with, unless he had his wife with him. I'm not sure. Nobody knows <clears throat> yet. Bob Saget died. So I don't know how he died. Is it be like an accident, freak accident? I don't know. I don't know. Died. I mean, everyone, of Below. course, is speculating, but Hooker. Uh, he just Damn. gone, man. Just happened a day ago. That's so, wild. but comics dying, like I think that is probably, I guess that is the fate of a lot of comedians. You're on the road. Yeah. Right? Alone. That's why I think doing stand-up is hard. Yeah. And do you want that again? Do you want to leave Sarasota, go on the road, even if the gig was alluring, like super alluring, yeah. punchline, Atlanta? I don't even know if that's alluring anymore. <laughs> yeah. No idea. I think it's a nice one. Yeah. Like, what's the places to go to be a stand-up today? Is it the theater or is it the club? I think that's why you have all these comics starting to build these like troops where it's like they have like Entourage? a crew. Yeah, because they want to be alone. So like when you get big enough and you start selling tickets, I think that's when you like I, I can bring something. Then you get jealous of your friend who's not working, who's not getting on stage, yeah. who can dr drink and have fun, and then yeah. you have to perform and you're like fuck that. I want to be that guy. I want to be him. Yeah, just just like riding on the coattails of See, I kind of realized that too along not a long time ago. I'm going to say that I realized it as I was doing stand-up that everyone was having a great time mm -hmm. and I had to be ready to perform. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a certain amount of time. You do that for 20, 30 years. I've been doing stand-up 35 years. Mm -hmm. There's this point where you go, I kind of want to party again. Yeah, yeah. Not be the one that's responsible yeah, to get up on weird. stage. It's ironic because everybody thinks that you're the one that's going to have the most fun. Right. And you're like, no, I'm having now, the there are some nights. There are some nights about it. Like, they're true. That's true, too, though. Yeah. There's some nights like when I'm driving to Fort Myers Saturday, I wasn't ecstatic, but I got on the road. Driving down, I saw a bunch of people going into a little restaurant with lights and, you know, they're going out for the night. I had just talked to my cousin in Cleveland who was going out for the night. Mm. And I just saw a bunch of people coming into the club who were going out for the night. I thought, that's just going out for the night. That's not a, you could do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's common. Mm -hmm. Right, that's sometimes I hate just going out, like going to a restaurant, eating, and then coming home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or going out, having a few drinks. How many times can you do that and it's really enjoy that? Boring as fuck. Yeah. Or be the guy who's going to perform that night. You know, mm -hmm. this is a, uni a unique experience. Yeah, yeah. So you, I think the, the way to do this is to have some new material, to be interesting, to, to really want to do it, to do yeah. something different. Yeah. It's the only way that this works. Yeah, I think so. I think you have to like write a new. You have to have like a new bit every week to keep yourself like fueled. Because everything is boring. Because then you're just gonna get tired. Of, yeah, you have to get excited for this new bit you're gonna try in the middle of your set. You know, I did that. That's what happened to me when I was on. I did a guest spot on Thursday, and I remember just being like, oh, I'm doing like all the same shit. And mm -hmm. like I had this new bit, and like I remember thinking like nothing else matters besides this bit. You know what I mean? I kind of like I kind of just like rushed through the rest of my t material right. just to get to this bit. Right. And then it hit, and I was like, Yeah. Right. And then. I finished off my set and like everybody's like talking about these other jokes that I did. And I was like, no, what about this joke? This is right. the joke that I want to talk about. Nah, you know? That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. One little thing. <coughs> you introduce a toy into the bedroom and you're like, oh, this isn't unique. Whoa. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We haven't done this before. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, it's an interesting night. Yeah. Yeah. Then I can get used to it. A new pair of shoes. Yeah. Makes an interesting night. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Maybe shaving all your red it's, hair off. <laughs> Just, just for fun, just to it's not fun. Freak everybody out. <laughs> I would freak just show out. up at your your yeah. kava bar and just fucking bald as fuck. Yeah, everybody just starts running, right? But they act a little weird too. Because let's be honest, if I shaved my head entirely, people would assume that I've completely gone crazy, and I'm gonna shoot the place up. No, yeah, why is it always shooting? Why it's couldn't why couldn't you sure. all of a sudden? Because my hair is like so defined as this. That if I just went in there completely Shaved bald, it, people would be right? like, oh my God, he's going to kill people. Or yeah. you panicked over some type of tick that was in your hair and you didn't know what to do. You come up with a story. 
You had a ticket on your head. That sounds even crazier. <laughs> but I that, just couldn't stop. But don't shaving. kill anybody. All right. Well, yeah. but start looking in everyone's hair for I'm ticks not and hold. I'm kill anybody. I'm just saying people. But have like, scissors in your hands. That's worse. And act as if you're hunting for ticks in everyone's head. You're a tick hunter. That'd be funny. Yeah, I just don't have a buzzer. I was going to tell you that I did something like that. You I dressed did. up in a wig and a flashlight. I had a flashlight and a wig once. I went into a comedy club and just kind of pointed at the ground and walked around mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Because Timmy was on stage. Yeah. <laughs> You're an asshole. Right. And he had no idea it was me. I just go, whose feet? <laughs> Someone's got shoes on. And I just had a long trench coat and a wig. <laughs> and I was like using... I've done it a few times. What the it's, fuck? It's your heart will pound out of your chest if you don't do it enough. Yeah, yeah. you got to continue to do something that scares the fuck out of you is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. To get yourself to kind of break through the mold that is you if you want to continue to graduate in stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, like on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to our first podcast, we were so nervous about what we were talking about. We were talking about flying kites. Now we don't talk about that no more. Now it's this deep conversation about sh shaving our heads off and looking for... I don't for know if it's deep, but... And then we talk about the equator and all, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used Bob to scare. Sarah. I would call you, wouldn't I, and say, cut that out of the podcast. Oh, my God, yeah. The communism thing, that was hilarious. Right, and now we freely say communism here. <laughs> We're growing. Cut that out of the Cut that part out. The... <laughs> you, have to, you have to do something, I think. That's all. You have to do something new, strange. All right, well, let's do something new and strange right now. I, I mean, it's hard with just talking. Yeah, you have to take it. You have to take a chance on stage. It's going to shake you up. You know, yeah, be yeah. prepared. I did dance to an Austin Powers theme song once on stage. Also, um, that was really hard for me. I, I had a dressed in like a, a onesie, and I had another wig on. What the fuck? What was this and wig phase you went through? I still have them. Right. It's not a phase. <laughs> <laughs> Wigs have been always part of my life. And I've never bought one retail. They're always from grad sales. <laughs> of course they They're are. They're all yeah. old lady wigs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how it starts. You're like, oh, you're selling. This is cool. That's so crazy. Like I, I have never really investigated. Like that jacket over there, I haven't put it on yet. With the fur. That's some old lady's jacket. Why'd you get that? I don't should, know. Oh, you should put that on with like your crazy sunglasses and do another one of those poolside videos and be like... Don't try. What about an accent, like a German accent? Can you pull that off? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. Like two, like maybe someone I who you do, don't know, like in public. German. Like if you talked like in an accent to somebody, and uh, my biggest fear is that I'll break the accent or break character. Like I can't do a great accent. Yeah. So like we were at grad sales the other day with me and Kelly, and I was thanking everybody with some type of weird thank you. God say donkey. And I would leave. <laughs> And Kelly's like, what was that? I go, it's my new thing. I'm just going to say, Gatsi Donkey. <laughs> That's your exit? I go, come up with a fake language. And she said something like, Itsy Bitsy Postiche. Yeah, I go, okay, yeah. we'll say Itsy Bitsy Postiche every time we're there. Yeah, yeah. That you want to leave. Like over and over again. Right, just keep saying the same thing itsy over and over. Itsy Bitsy Postiche. Yeah. I go, okay, Gatsi Donkey. And then we wave. <laughs> and we were fucking entertaining the shit out of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and that's that. what I used to do as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And we stopped doing it because we became adults and put on hoodies and looked at laptops. But and you're not afraid of like people looking at you weird. No. Yeah. So just keep. Doing but I it. have no place to perform, so now it's garage sales. Just do it at garage sales. Yeah. It's got to be somewhere new to perform too. I think the comedy club for me is like wearing thin on me. That's it. I want. I'm ready for street performing. I, I'll do mime. I, I don't know how to do miming, mm -hmm. but I'll try it. I want to be the worst mime ever. You just talk And the people whole time. be like, <laughs> <laughs> here's me thinking of bad hand movements. Yeah, like, and you can't win right for it. You guys ready? Here we the, go. I'm doing I'm the against the wall. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm leaning. The box here. The talking mime. Yeah, just, <laughs> just the burnt out talking mime. The when are we going to get back to this kind of comedy in this country? Uh, when people stop thinking it's hack. It's not, it. though. It's so great. I just want to have fun. I laughed my balls off last night. I watched the first episode of Mork and Mindy. Yeah. Have you watched it? No. Have you ever seen Mork and Mindy? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. I've been reading the book, Robin. And it's, it was great. It's, it's changing my brain because I forgot how funny he was. 
He's so funny. He's funny as fuck, and it's not, it's you know. manic. Yeah, yeah I, I know there's a whole thing, backstory about him, but when he first came out, you know, I had, I really didn't follow his movie career as much as I did his stand-up, mm. but he was a huge influence on me, I think. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until Damn. later on. I, I always credit Eddie Murphy and Kinnison, but, you know, 91, uh, uh, Robin Williams already had like 13 years into it yeah, he was a of piece. stand-up. And that's the time that I was paying attention again to him. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because he was like doing movies and he was like doing improv with Jonathan Winters still on the Carson show. And he was a huge fan of stand up, though. Oh, he's so good, man. <clears throat> so good. He used to actually like watch stand up all the time. I was, but was he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it. He loved it more than anything. I think, I think he loved it way more than the movies that he did. I think he loved it way more than being famous for movies. You know? Very funny, very odd, but, you know, fit into the world. That, this is the problem, you know. I think that I think the world today is so strict and so confining. Like we did, I did this show on Saturday night, and everybody was like ready to watch this band called Soapy Tuna. That was the opening band, or the what the fuck? What are these words? The eighty. It was an eighties hair band, Soapy Tuna. Now, I couldn't get that out of my brain. Yeah, that's gross. And I kept talking about it. Soapy Tuna is coming out. I don't want to blow the show for them. You kept saying it on right because it's it's too funny. Yeah, you're they're opening. a serious band. <laughs> Are they? Sure. They're an '80s hairband. Bumbly salmon. How serious? Soapy that? tuna. Yeah. You know, it's like, why are we not having more fun? Why does it take booze to have fun? Why does it take drugs to have fun? Why can't we just relax? Um, people are too worried about what other people think about them. Fear is injected. I've been dealing with this myself too, just being present of like, like I was kind of joking about last night. I was kind of going on a rant because I was pretty pissed off from the Sunday show from serving. Uh, but I was like, uh, I was like, life. people like imagine like they like they have this force field like they can be rude to you and you can't be rude back to them, right? And I'm just like, no, we both live here. Like now it's happening. Yeah, there's a certain feeling I think that everybody gets when they're like when they get past the age of like 25, where mm -hmm. you're like, I'm allowed to be here too, you know? And it's like a lot of people don't have that. Where like they're just so afraid of of what everybody thinks about them. Well, they want to lose their job. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's I mean, the outside main thing. Of a workplace. Even Pretty of a much, workplace. we will only take as much shit that we can be compensated for. Yeah. Like, you're taking some shit if you're properly compensated. If you're not properly compensated, now you feel like you need to get a piece of flesh with your compensation. No, it's just more like, I'm not afraid to be here. Are you sure? Yeah. Or do you want compensation for it? No, I don't want, I don't even mean in a workplace environment. I just meant like, ordering a coffee at uh, a Starbucks and people are afraid to take too long. They don't want to be the guy who was holding up the line. They don't want to, you know what I mean? Like everybody's so afraid to be present in the moment <clears throat> when eventually I just came to a point where I'm like, I'm allowed to be here too. Go fuck yourself. Like, so the person behind you is the problem. Nobody wants in this to scenario. be inconvenienced to the next person. Everybody's like, oh, the, it's almost like everybody wants to, has to apologize for taking up space in the world. And it's like, there's a certain point where you have to be like, no, fuck you. I'm a human being, you're a human being. I'm allowed to be here too, just as much as you're allowed to be here. So why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm here. So someone said something to you at a Starbucks. No. I'm saying is it an, it's an analogy. Sorry I didn't use a pimple or a fucking <laughs> bathroom analogy. I'm just not sure. It's being present. It's, it's, it, it, it sounds again, this is a it's serving situation. You taught me this. You were like, yeah, serving. stop being so fucking, just be yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just well, here's the way I feel like ball. if you are behind, if I'm behind you and yeah. it takes you too long, Right? Yeah, yeah. Legitimately. Mm -hmm. I'm present too, by the way. No, it's not about taking long to be a dickhead. It's if you're taking too long because you're asking. Stop being afraid. Stop being. Well, the stop person being behind. Again, here's, for example. <laughs> this, this I'm behind you. you. I'm behind you <laughs> on this one. You're imagining yourself in the line. Now I'm pissed off because I'm. <laughs> I need my fucking coffee. <laughs> or the guy that is ahead of you at a stop. This is my big scenario. You know this yeah. one. He doesn't fucking move in the light screen. Yeah. Right. There's it's three cars. It's the guy that's not moving. It's the guy behind him, and it's me. Mm -hmm. And the guy in front of me is the is he's the one in charge of beeping the fucking horn. Yeah. To move that car in front, but he doesn't do it. So now I'm beeping from a distance. It's a bad habit. I'm beeping without clear vision of what's happening in front of the car that's not moving. Yeah. I'm assuming you're on your fucking phone. Yeah. Sometimes. There's an old lady on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And that's a bad scenario to be in. 
Because now you're honking it. So now I'm... Put a band Get over that. It. Get over that fucking... Just run her over. God bless it. It's... And, and then you have to really step back and go, where are you going, asshole? Yeah, what is wrong like, with you? To, to myself, I'm like, where am I going? Where am I going? It's so important. Yeah. Why would I not enjoy being at this but, light again for another round of red? See, now you're too present. I'm, I meant like, like you're too present in the moment. I mean, like just being comfortable in your own skin to where you're like unapologetic for being a fucking human being. There's so many people, especially in my age group and, and younger generations that are afraid. They're just not af afraid might be the wrong word, but they're like, they're too... Mm. Uh, they're too conscious about like their their space and like like who they are. They're just afraid to be an inconvenience. They don't want. They're so afraid to be judged. They're so afraid to be talked about. And there's a certain point where you just like I don't give a fuck. Right. Well, that's age. Yeah. No, I know you're it's, aging. It's, it's right relieving. away. I know you're yeah. aging. Yeah. And but I hit this the pace older you four years ago where I was just like I don't care. I'm allowed to be here. Fuck you. But when you say pace, yeah. How fast are you right now? <laughs> Compared to when you got into back onto the track, you were in the pit. They, uh, they schooled you and they and they and they schooled you up about hey, be present. So you got back on the track and you're like, I'm yeah. now I'm gonna be a little more. Now are you faster? Do you say you don't take the shit as as much? Do you quickly say something if you you're yeah, I'm pretty I'll fire up like pretty quickly. Okay, because this is what you have to do. Yeah, if you want to get ahead, you know you can't let people step on you. That's you can't I mean. let people control you. Yeah. <clears throat> and they cannot be able to lie to you and get away with it. This is what's going on in today's world. We're being yeah. lied to in so many different ways, and we're all going, well, we don't know. We're not scientists. Mm -hmm. We're not teachers. We're not... You know what those people are, by the way? <laughs> Go visit those scientists, teachers, and lawyers at home in yeah. their miserable existence. Yeah, exactly. Every one of us is a fucking kid that grew up to be an adult that's still trying to figure out what life is about. We don't have enough time. Yeah, Even when exactly. you hit 80, you still have not figured it out. No. You're just glad that you got over some type of hump that gave you greater confidence to live from 55 to 80 in a stronger manner than when you were a pussy between the yeah. ages of 29 and 54. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. So, because you're being controlled constantly by the man, by the company, by the corporation, mm -hmm. by God, whoever it is, and you don't know how to act. Yeah. And then you get to a point where you go, I don't care how I, don't I act. Care, yeah. And that is really the only way to live. No. I don't care to a certain point. And I'm not saying you don't care about people. Don't take me wrong and don't correct well, this. Don't take thing, it literally. I thing. know the literal people are out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying don't care so much. Yeah, just, I think there's a healthy balance to that where it's like if you go too far over there, then you become the asshole. But every time just... you say balance, I can't see, I can't have a disclaimer underneath because we have swung too far on the side of not saying anything. So now I have to say, say something all the time. And that will naturally balance this shit out because people are just not going to say something all the time. They're afraid to. Yeah. They're so in tune of not ever saying anything. Yeah. yeah. I try to teach my daughter this fucking bark back at your brother. Yeah, yeah. Don't take the shit that that the the corporation is throwing a counter offer at least. Yeah, yeah. Present what you'd like. So, you know, this whole idea of the stupid win-win, I hate that phrase, but that is true. Yeah. Right? The AC guy comes over, he charges you 500 bucks to fix your AC, he leaves and it's still hot. You're not calling this guy back? Yeah. That's not people, a win-win. And people are afraid to even like confront that guy. They're they're afraid as fuck. Yeah. Because or they've been, they've been comfortable. We're all watching. Mm. We're all watching what happens to people now when they speak up. Mm. We're all watching what happens to people when they take chances. Yeah. <clears throat> we are all stuck in in these stereotypes that we were supposed to be eliminating. Mm -hmm. We've created new ones. Yeah, yeah. We created brand new stereotypes for people who go, "Yeah, I know I'm white. What am I supposed to do? Everyone hates the white guy." Yeah, yeah. Well. I don't know what you're supposed to do except fucking comply and give in and don't be so aggressive. And so, no, no, I'm still going to be who I am, but I'm going to be nice to people. I'm not a dick. No. Yeah. But That's... I'm not going to let you just use the fact that I am short or that I am but old I... or that I am whatever, whatever that's not in right now. Yeah. Okay. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. It is a problem because people cannot be, it's the same. It's just the same as doing what they did to black people. It's the same as doing what they do to immigrants. It's the same as doing what they did to women. Yeah, you can't really do it to people and get away with it. We have to judge people individually on their merits. Yeah, 
we always have to. It can't be based on this guy's got a great hat. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be the president. The way he car- this pretty man is going to be governor. We can't do that. We have to have some facts, some real, some real information. Mm-hmm. What does guy? What does this person bring to the table? Is he funny, <laughs> or is he freshly from Colombia? We need a Colombian comic in yeah, our yeah, in our yeah. lineup of people. Right, right, right. Merit. And it's fine. Look, we we want to give everybody a little bit of an edge. But when it swings so far that you have a giant group of people who are now getting upset over it, you know, men in general, men in general, I don't care what color you are, are being told, eh, don't say too much. Step yeah, back a little bit. And we already time. know that, by the way. We're tired of you talking. We already know. Yeah. We already know. We're trying to not be, but you can't say don't be men. Don't be aggressive. Don't mm-hmm. be, don't be protective. Don't be guys. Don't be strong. Don't be. You want to you want to breed out all the traits of men. That's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem for the world now. Not just for me. Not, mm-hmm. I mean, I, look, I I probably have more feminine traits than anybody in my family. And I got beat for it. Yes, I carried an umbrella. Yes, I did voices. Yes, I talked about my feelings. Yes, I went to the mall a lot. Yes, I hated sports. I was kind of. Great with women. Yeah, yeah. I've always been great with women. Yeah, yeah, me too. And because women have been a big influence in my life. Because yeah. dads just weren't there. <laughs> and grandpas there weren't either. there. And, yeah. and I'm trying to be that different guy. I'm trying to be the guy that's, I'm there. Hey, it's painful, by the way, to be there. Oh, yeah. A guy's role to be there is very difficult because, in general, we have that brain, I think, that does not think clearly. We take more risk. Well, that's why they're in construction. That's why they'll get on roofs. That's why they'll ride motorcycles more than women do. And they probably think that they can get away with cheating on their wives, fucking around, leaving their family, that kind of stuff, which is important not to do. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys do. And it kind of really disrupts the male side of life. Yeah. It fucks things up for people. Mm -hmm. So when I was stuck without a dad, which I wanted without an uncle, you know, I'm looking for father figures. You're my dad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Donnie's kind of a grandpa. Yeah. He doesn't say much and he gives you bad looks and he wears shirts that my grandpa would wear. <laughs> this is my foxy grandpa shirt. Yeah. Cause, and he's got the hat on, he's got the, the golfing cap or whatever that thing is. The beanie, the derby. You can't see it folks, but it's, it's there. It's he, he's comforting. It's the Waltons over there to my right, <laughs> right? But any guy, I enjoyed being around guys because the guy traits are very, you want to be around guys, yeah. right? First of all, it's a club. You want to talk shit yeah, yeah, about yeah. what just guys do. That's what guys do. Yeah, we talk shit. That's it. All we want to do, and we want to beat on each other. But women and also we wanna, talk shit. Right. But yeah. you can't do it with, if you're a guy, you can't do it with women. Well, they don't let you in. No. No. So we need our club. We need our guys, and they need their club. But when you grow up with a mom, a grandma, three sisters, you know, all women influence your life. Yeah. You see the other side and you adopt some of their traits and you become probably a better, well-rounded person. I, for me, it's exactly how I wanted to be. Mm. I'm happy that I'm not one-sided. Yeah. yeah. You know, especially for what I do for a living. But that's, that's what we have to deal with all the time now, is that you're being told... In many ways, not just that you're young, but that you're a man. Mm-hmm. How to act. Yeah. And I, you probably had feelings to do something, and then you go, oh, I'm not supposed to, but you want to do it, Mike, don't you? Yeah. You want to swing a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah. Right? You want to get up on a roof. No. But yeah. You want to do something that you've been told you can't do. What is it? It's wrong. Punch somebody in the back of the head. Ooh. Yeah. Right? Cold cock. Right? Yeah. And you might go to jail. But yeah. hey, that's where all the guys are. That's where all the guys are. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of people in prison, by the way, guys. A lot of again, guys. Again, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys. How yeah, come? Yeah. Well, they separate men and women in prison. No, because majority of people in fucking jail are guys. Yeah. I, I don't even have to look that up. But I mean, like, if you went to jail, you're almost guaranteed... Oh, it's not co-ed. It's only if it was co-ed, we'd all want to go to jail. Know, we'd be right? fucking punching guys left and right to get in. I'd be like, yes. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, wait a second. You're putting me with six chicks? Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, that would suck. 
What are you talking about? I don't That'd know. That'd be fun for like a week, and then you're like, oh my god, these bitches. Not are if they crazy. rotate all the cells every so often. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, cell yeah. block D today. <laughs> you get new roommates every fucking couple days. Yeah. Cell block D. Cell block. Cell block double D. There's another one. <laughs> really, double D today? Double D. Yeah. Well, all right. I'm not boring at all. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah, I understand what you're saying. You're going through something. I mean, no, I'm not. I've, I'm, you want you want to be more of a man. Yeah, yeah. You want to take testosterone. It's more about just being present. I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Present. You are present. You're here. No, but it, it's it's not. Like I, I've for a long time, I've been just like one of those people where I don't want to inconvenience anybody. I'm afraid to speak my mind. I'd rather just not cause any problems. Now I just want to cause uh, some fucking problems. Oh, so you just wanted to be like a um, docile a background character instead of the leading man. Yeah. And why didn't you want to be the leading man? It's not about not wanting to be. It's not. It's. It's always about convincing yourself you're not. You're not supposed to be. You're not you are to the be. leading man in certain situations. In your own life. Yeah. In certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you're not the leading man when they expect you to be the leading man, what happens to you? You go to jail with a bunch of women. No. <laughs> like if you're supposed to be in charge, right? Yeah. You now you avoid all the situations where you. Should be in charge. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Yeah. You stop taking the in charge gigs. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, how do you get back to being in charge? You just gotta man up. I don't know. You have to take the shit that makes you scared. That's all. This yeah, is all about exactly. fear again. Everything yeah. is based on fear. But then it's like when you break through that, you just realize that fear is mostly from inexperience. Yes. Anxiety comes from not having the experience. So just get the experience, the anxiety will go away. If you're threatened, right? Yeah. Sometimes that will cause fear. Amazingly, today people are threatened, right? Mm -hmm. I guess this is where this is, you know, really today's world is people are afraid of getting canceled. Yeah. It's not a real fear. It's it's not a real presence. It's not, it, it, they can't do nothing to you. It's that you don't want to look bad. It's shaming. Shaming is the new way of making people feel bad. You yeah. know, you don't, you can't, you can't tell somebody. You can't mock somebody enough, you know, a name or something. What really hurts people is you call them a racist. Mm -hmm. You call them a misogynist. You call them whatever the words are. You know, the more words you can create to shame people, mm -hmm. the stronger you are mm -hmm. from the position of shaming. That really brings out power on people. Right. If you are falling for it. Like, no one's going, yeah, I am a racist. Yeah, a little bit. Except Louis C.K. said it once. Yeah. In an act. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's racist. Yeah. yeah. And to say that you're not racist in some manner, you're a liar. Yeah, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're overcompensating. There's no way in hell that... There's no zero tolerance on any of this stuff. Am I a dick? 15% eh. of the time. Is that good? 85% I'm a I'm a great guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean I can I can tell you right now that my moods and, and swings and fluctuations and how I think about things is never 100%. <clears throat> you know, and then you just correct yourself. Cuz you go you can't live like that. You can't say that or you can't. You know, you do it yourself. But now everybody else who has these same flaws are telling you how to live. Mm -hmm. And then scaring you and and then allowing you're allowing that by saying I'm not going to be in the moment i'm not going to be present i'm not going to be yeah. the leading guy yeah i'm going to step back a big guy like you by the way no i know right everyone expects the big people to be the toughest people to or just to be the dominant person in the room but right yeah. no. right and to weed out the dominance of you mm -hmm. your dominant traits to say oh i'd rather be humble and kind and grateful nothing wrong with that but it's about see exactly i knew you're gonna say that no, I mean, like, there you, is nothing wrong with that. That's not what we're saying. No, I know. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with being people the king. I am yeah. the king today. You can also be that. You can also be still the dominant person in the room and also be kind, grateful. The humble. conqueror. Yeah. Go out there and you conquer, conquer shit. Yeah, yeah. You have to be, by the way. You yeah. got to be. There's no choice in this. Yeah, yeah. See, the only people that want you to believe that you should not be the conqueror are other conquerors or people that are conquered. Well, they, they're going to hold you back, but if I don't know what 
they're the whole reason for them is because they don't want to they, they feel bad about themselves yeah but the only way to get ahead of the people who are telling you not to do something is to do something that those people don't want you to do yeah exactly and that's risky yeah that means you got to go around them you got to pass them and you got to do something they're not gonna be happy with but that's the only way that you now are the new one, the new guy, the new run, the new first place person. Someone's got to run around the other guy. Yeah. You know, I've had this before. I've told you this. Like, I have this cousin. I have this uncle. They all want me to be Carmen of 1987. Yeah, yeah. They don't want Carmen to have money. They don't want Carmen to be smart. They don't want Carmen to be successful. They just want Carmen, the funny guy, the little nephew. The, the joke. Yeah, yeah. The one that, you know, we could point at and go, you know... We're glad we're not him. Yeah, now it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Now it hurts the point of you. Like, oh, I wish I was him. Right. right. Now they <laughs> won't even see me. Yeah. I can't get in. Yeah, yeah. Unless I put on the... That's a good thing, though. Misery loves company. You know? You know like they, but I like those people. What well, speaks to you? Something about you? I don't know. You're a, you're kind of a masochist a bit. It's... I'm more of a historian. I That's am more... That's not the word I would use. <laughs> <laughs> I am more of a person... Who loves the the um, you know it's weird. I love <laughs> I love the family, even if the family's not that great. And I think yeah. that was trained. I was, it was tr look. I was trained to be the guy to love something that was not nice. Yeah, I kind of get that. What do you mean by that? Well, if if you know these people are not good people, <laughs> right? inherently not good people yeah not just from what they do to you but what they do to the exterior world and what they have done and then you still are being told well, that's your uncle <laughs> that's your that's that's where you came from that's your family yeah i'm always amazed by the people that can leave and never look back yeah never go back and see their family again yeah i know this is impressive i'm always trying to go back and to show them now, I was always trying to show them. Yeah. Look, I turned out okay. Can you now talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you now let me in the club? Yeah. It's way past that time. Mm -hmm. It's way past that time. But yes. That's well, like, uh, we'll wrap this up. But like, I was, uh, my uncle Kevin, he came up for New Year's. And uh, <laughs> it's very ironic. But so he's going through like a little bit of like a split up right now with his, with his uh, girlfriend. So... I had to work on New Year's Eve. It was a rough day. It was a rough night. We'll skip past that. But then I come back, and my whole life, he's been telling me, take life seriously, do your thing, you know, fucking get an education, all this shit. He's always been, like, just shoving that on my throat. But on New Year's Eve, I had to be up in the morning to do something important, and he's trying to keep me to stay up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning taking shots with him. And he knew you had to do something. And I'm like, what happened to the Uncle Kevin that told me to fucking go and take care of myself? And he's like, no, you get a party. And then, <laughs> then he's telling me, he's like, no, I told you to do that. So you give yourself some breathing room to party. <laughs> like, like, he completely fucking flipped the script on me. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm trying to, like, improve my life, right. Unc. And then he's telling me, he's like, no, you're taking life too seriously now. Like, and it's like, it's just his misery loves company sort of thing. Like, well, it suited him at that party. moment to have exactly. you. He didn't want to lose you at that moment. No, he he wanted to, to keep you as the Mike he loved for yeah. the party purposes. Exactly, exactly. Mike, be serious, but now, not when I'm now around. he's telling me, oh, I'm taking life too seriously now. Now I'm fucking, you know, you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to have fun on the way. I'm like, what? where was this fucking old Kevin when I was 22? You know, trying to get wasted at the club. You know what I mean? He's going to lose you. He's He has a fear of losing you. Yeah. And you maybe passing him yeah don't tell him that but yeah and that's you know and how do you feel about that though do you want to still have uncle kev yeah of course but i also want to take care of my life you know versus losing uncle kev <laughs> i guess so. you have to give up maybe what if you have to give him up yeah I've, I've come to terms with that yeah yeah that's what happens yeah you have to give something up that you like to get something better that you love yeah exactly and see when you try to hang on to all this shit, mm -mm. right? Isn't there a tale about that? Isn't that isn't that the the movie where the guy turns into a bunch of cockroaches in the tomb in Egypt because he's taking all that fucking gold? He's trying to get way too much. King Tut. No, it's a modern day movie. The Mummy, the mummy right? 
How does he, we'd be good on password. Sure you know password. The first thing that happened that came to my brain was the mummy, and then my, my brain went, "There's no fucking way he's talking about that." Why? That's all I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Because in those movies, they all just like any pirate movie. Oh god! Like with Johnny Depp <laughs> as the pirate Blackbeard or whatever his name was, Captain Punk. What the fuck was Depp's name in the movie? Jack Sparrow. Right. Yeah. They go into those, all that gold, all that stuff. It's cursed. Right? And they, But they go in there. Yeah. No, what happens is, and maybe some, it's cursed, but the problem is, what I'm thinking of is where the guy can fill up one bag and that's it and leave, but he can't stop himself from trying to take everything. Yeah. And take so much that he ends up. It weighs him down so much he either drowns yeah. with it or he never escapes those mm-hmm. fucking cockroaches or whatever's coming at him. And it's yeah. kind of like that. Can you take Uncle Kev, your childhood, all the other uncles, yeah. and your new life? You know, That's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I wanted everybody yeah, from my yeah, past. Yeah. I will even go back to kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even from my buddy Danny Manorino back in second grade when we drew our mansions and our notebooks and our yeah, yeah. and our, our vans that we were going to buy together yeah, yeah. and become doctors. <laughs> I, I want all those people. St- I don't want to lose one person. Yeah, yeah. And maybe because I had such great loss as a kid that I never wanted to lose any more. And I kept hanging on and hanging on. I still have my fucking albums, you know, when I was in sixth grade yeah. I still have Aerosmith rocks with the, the way I wrote my name in fifth grade or sixth grade on the album yeah that probably is a condition of losing so much so young yeah I just had a breakthrough I'm throwing all right. this shit away I'm calling all these motherfuckers <laughs> up and going, I never want to talk to you again <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you weighed yourself down you know that's how it is <sighs> you don't know why you do things I don't think anyone ever does all you can do is try to get through life in a sane manner to and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Can I still be funny and live my life and be a good husband and, you know, take care of my kids? Can I do all of that? Maybe not. Maybe not. You know? Yeah. The, the best people out there do one fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One thing. They're specialists. You do comedy. At the sake of all of your wives and children, I've I've seen those people. They're great, right? And they're very funny. But they're, but that that's what they look. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Or you see the guy that got married, had kids, and never looked for a career, never stepped out of his hometown, never did anything except fucking his carpentry skills mm-hmm. or his farming. Yeah. And he he went home every night, and he that's what he wanted. You could only really do one fucking thing. We're all pissed off about that. Yeah, I know. We're all pissed off that we only have so many years choices. Because there's too many fucking choices. Yeah, yeah. It's life FOMO. That's what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Life I got, FOMO. I, got a, I have a, a dinner tonight, so I have yeah. to cut this short. The dinner is taking Kelly out to dinner. It's not really a real dinner. It's just the fact that our fridge is broke. <laughs> I thought this was like some special. I know, and I, when I texted you, you're going to think it's some special dinner. Time. I'm like, we got to be there by 315. And it worked out so, so well. <laughs> But now I'm thinking, what else can I say next week? (laughs) 